in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking that we could pull, I don't know, Hall of Famer. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. There is nothing more fun than opening an Arena Club slab pack. I mean, it is so much better than any mystery pack that I've ever purchased because there is a focus on transparency. There is a display of available cards. There are hit rates you can get. When you're graded, you're given a rationale. It is the marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, and displaying. Arena Club Slab Packs are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. Whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack, that's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You got problems that you ought to be concerned with. Hoo-ah! You don't know how you're supposed to earn it or what to do with it or how to keep it. You're a freak with a dark, shameful secret. But you're not the only one. Get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun. Now you're here. Gabe S. Done. Hello, and welcome to Bad With Money, a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you. I'm Gabe Dunn. I'm so excited for this episode because this is something that I have wanted to talk about for a while, especially as I get older and become more interested in being child-free. So can you tell my audience who you are and what you do? Yeah, that was actually one of my questions I had for you is I didn't know if you're child-free, but I am Brie Khan. I am a paraplanner and marketing manager with Child-Free Wealth. We are a registered investment advisory firm with the SEC. We provide advice-only, fee-only, comprehensive financial planning, which means that we only provide advice. We don't take over any accounts, and we are only paid by you for your time. So we are kind of like, there's more of a trend to say, oh, don't go to a financial advisor, find somebody who does hourly planning. That's kind of what we do. So what? why is it called child-free wealth? Like what was like the idea of being like, you know what, this needs its own thing? So Dr. Jay Zygmunt founded Child-Free Wealth because as he was going through the certified financial planning literature, he realized that there's nothing in there talking about being child-free. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife are child-free, I'm child-free. And he said, okay, I'm going to make this my niche, like my niche. Mm -hmm. and go all in on it. 
And when it comes to terms there, it's really hard to say, you know, we work with people who don't have kids, aren't planning on have kids wealth, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it just got shortened to child-free wealth. So that is like the background on that. What does child-free mean to you guys? For us, it means, the terminology isn't great here. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. some people, you know, like there's child-free versus childless. In general, we say child-free is you don't have kids. You're not have, planning on having kids. That is by choice. Childless is you don't have kids, not by choice. But okay. some people, you know, start out saying, oh, we're childless. And then they transition to saying, oh, we're child-free. It really just depends on the terminology you want to pick. Well, with the terminology, like even me saying I'm child free, which like I've started following subreddits for it and everything, people are real pissed about it. Like Mm -hmm. they get real weird when you say that you're not having kids. Like, has that been your experience too? My experience hasn't really been super difficult on the child free side. I'm LGBTQ plus. I'm lesbian. I'm married to a woman and I grew up in South Dakota. So automatically that usually sends off red flags for people and they're like, what the heck, South Dakota? Like, really? (laughs) Yes. Grew up there. Don't live there anymore. Totally fine though. But I grew up in a household where my mom always said that marriage and children were not a goal in life. Mm -hmm. She was very adamant about that my entire childhood. And to this day still is. She's like, if you want to get married and have kids, great. If you don't want to get married and not have kids, great. She's like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. What matters is what you pick. So for me, that wasn't an issue. But yes, for many people, being child-free is an issue. And they do have, you know, family who are upset about it or people telling them that they, oh, you should just have a kid or the whole thing with Chelsea Handler now, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. just them being all upset. And she's making more and more videos kind of being like, well, I'm child-free and I love it. And it's, it's all very dependent on, I guess, your family and your background, different things like that. I feel like especially pairing it with wealth, people are so pissed. Like that's the thing with Chelsea Handler is that I think people are mad that you're choosing to focus on like building a life for yourself that is like comfortable and has money. And like, not to say, you know, on this show, we're definitely big on like taxes and donating and like all that kind of stuff. But I think like the, I think they're mad because they're like, we've been sold a scam and now we don't get the chance to like build more wealth or something. Like, it just seems like they're, they're like, I have suffered. So now you must suffer. (laughs) Yeah, that is very true. You know, we say that living a life of child-free wealth means you have the time, money, and freedom to do what you enjoy, but being child-free doesn't automatically make you rich, but it may make you happy. Like there are income disparities still. And you know, there are parents out there who are making substantially more than child-free people. So you can't really make the argument of, well, I have kids or like, you don't have kids. That's the only reason why you're wealthy. It is part of a reason, but it is not the only reason. Income is a huge driver in wealth as well. Like if someone has decided to be child-free, what, what is the first steps in terms of figuring out what they want to do with their money? So we do things a little bit differently than most. We say, what life do you want to lead? Let's figure that out first. After we figure out what life you want to lead, then we'll figure out your finances. Then we'll figure out your taxes. So depending on the life you want to lead, that is going to impact how you do your finances. One big example I can think of is fire versus file. 
everybody's heard of FIRE, financial independence, retire early. We say, what about FILE, financial independence, live early? Mm. It's more about finding a dimmer switch for work versus just saying like, nope, I'm out completely. Because some people, they're like, no, I want to keep working for a long time. And that's totally fine. That's Mm -hmm. how they want to spend their time and energy. And finding that balance there is more important. So if that's a goal to you, you're not going to need as much money in most cases. I can't say like definite, Mm -hmm. but typically you don't need as much money to file as you to fire because you're still going to have some sort of income coming in over your lifetime. Mm -hmm. What about, I mean, so that's interesting with you know, being LGBTQ and the assumption being maybe that you wouldn't have kids. Like, do you think that that took like some pressure off or like, was it sort of like, well, because to have a kid and especially for myself and and my partner, we're both trans guys, like to have a kid would cost so much more money. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in terms, is it like, dealing with people like that? Or do you think that that took some pressure that takes pressure off of people or now people are wise to ways that queer people can get kids. So they're like, now you're, you're back on the table for me to badger. (laughs) I think it really is just dependent on who you're talking to. For example, I have a lot of people, typically people who are under 40, they tend to ask me people over 40 don't really say anything. They just kind of assume. But I think that's also another thing of, you know, growing up where I grew up, very conservative area. You are straight white Christian. You are in a heterosexual relationship your entire life. You get married, you have kids, you go to church, you do all these things. Once you throw a wrench in any one of those things, game over. Like they just kind of dismiss any sort of other possibility for you. That's one of the things I love about being queer is what you were just saying about the first step being figuring out the kind of life that you want versus like following a script, which I think has been like such a gift. And like, you know, not to say that all gay people don't try to follow a heteronormative script. We love a heteronormative script, but it's there. But the choosing the life you want type of thing is like so important, I think, even for straight people to do. And like you're talking about, I mean, I think one of the big things is like with the, you know, what Chelsea Handler talks about, but like living where you want to live or traveling or like, what are the top sort of things that people decide that they want to do? I imagine travel is a huge one. Yeah, we have quite a few clients who love to travel a ton or they're digital nomads. They go live in different Airbnbs for a month or two at a time all across the world, and they don't really have, you know, a specific home base. They just have what fits in their vehicle, and then they travel around with that. So travel definitely tends to be a big thing. Giving is also a very big thing for most of our clients. They do a lot of giving, and I swear we have some who every single time they get on, they're like, well, we heard about this. So we want to give to this or, well, we heard about this and can we give to this and this and this? And I love it because they are so generous. And I'm like, I don't even know where half these ideas are coming from, but I really (laughs) like them. Like, okay, you want to do this? Let's figure out a way to do it. And it really can be, you know, whatever you want. It doesn't have to be that standard life script of you go to college, you get married, you have kids, you buy a house, you retire, Mm. and then you pass away and give all your wealth to somebody else. Like, yeah. It doesn't have to be a thing. Well, they're like, oh, well, what what are you going to do when you're old? 
And it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, have all my money. And then I guess just like pay for someone to take care of me. (laughs) Exactly. Your money will take care of you. 100%. You can use your money to take care of you. Long-term care is something that we talk a lot about with other clients. And we want to have a plan in place by the time you're 45. Mm -hmm. So whether, you know, there's long-term care insurance, you want to self-insure. There's also the opt-out option, which is becoming more popular, I would say. What are both of those things? The opt-out option or? What are the both of the things you just mentioned? Okay, so opt-out option is going to be like death with dignity. So you choose when the time's up and, you know. Fascinating. Yeah, there there are different, that that makes it very easy to plan to die with zero because you're like, I have a date, like this is when I'm done. What? People are saying, like, is that legal? In some states. So you can go to Switzerland. There's an option there. The Pacific Northwest also. Wow. There's option. And I think there are a couple other states that are getting around to passing it. That's so interesting to to sort of be like, I'm living my life like for myself, which I've had a, a neighbor, a very close neighbor of mine passed away. And she chose like, she was like, no, I don't have kids. I don't really care. And I'm, I'm sick. And like, so whatever, peace out. That's so wild. Okay. And what was, I did not think you were going to say that. And what was the, the first one that you said for long-term care? The first one I said was long-term care insurance. So there are different policies you can get in place to pay for your long-term care, because if you, you know, need, whether it be in-home health care or you're going to go to nursing home or any sort of facility, that is really expensive. In 2023, the average is $108,000 a year. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of money every year to pay for long-term care. That's wild. Oh, yeah. And if you do the inflation, it they're saying it compounds about 5% every single year. I'm 25. And so by the time I would need long-term care, it's probably going to be about, I can't remember how much it was, but it was over a million dollars a year. What? For, Yeah, for my age. Over a million dollars per year? Yep, when I get to 60, because inflation is going to drive it up. Managing my finances is incredibly stressful and time-consuming. I'm sure you guys know. You've been with me on this journey. You know how many finance apps I've tried. You know how much they haven't worked for me. And I'm always on the hunt for a finance app that fits my life. And then I tried Monarch. It is so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I really value an app that allows me to do all of this without confusion. And especially important to me is intuitive design and the ability to personalize because clearly finance is not one size fits all. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Together, you can see all your finances, collaborate on your budget, and get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Have you been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, rarely updated? So was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful and ad-free and constantly improving based on customer feedback. 
Experience a personal finance app that prioritizes the user experience above all else. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Plus, there's ad-free privacy you can trust. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a new candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. It would be so much easier if I was looking for someone to help me with sweetening audio or let's say someone to run my merch shop or all the little things that go into running a podcast. Usually something like that would be so slow and overwhelming. And honestly, I wish I had used Indeed and I will use Indeed in the future. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash bad with money. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Shout out to Claridon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. You guys know that I have had allergies for forever. I've had seasonal allergies since I was a kid. It causes pressure in my face, under my eyes. They're my ultimate handbrake. When my nose is plugged up, I feel like I can't do anything. I can't enjoy food because I can't taste it. I can't work out because I feel tired and distracted. I can't even host the show because my voice sounds like a duck. And listen... I am already dealing with vocal strain from testosterone and my voice dropping. I don't need any more problems with allergies. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for allergies like probably for the last 10 years or something, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go outside without my eyes watering like a fountain. I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped in my throat. I get really embarrassed when I'm sneezing all the time. I have like an itchy nose or throat, like ugh, like just the, the itchiness in the back of your sinuses is like so distracting and so annoying. And I get like pressure in my ears too. It's really painful. 
Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Well, now here's the thing. You know, what's funny is that people act like kids are the only people that could ever take care of you. When like my neighbor, like my, my ex and I were taking care of her and like, because we liked her and we enjoyed her and stuff. Obviously you can't rely on that, but like, especially in, in queer community or nieces and nephews or anything like that, like they act like if you don't move in with your kids, you're like literally going to be on the street, which like I understand is the reality for some people, but like family exists in other forms. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you know, even if you like have kids, they don't have to take care of you. They sure don't. I love my parents. My brother and I both love my parents. We have both said they cannot live with us. Right. We will go insane. Right. Absolutely not. That's that's fine. And so you can have other people take care of you and having a long-term care policy in place, you pay now, you can either, there's different options. There is a single pay option. It's going to be a larger lump sum of money you're paying one time. Mm. And then you have long-term care insurance for whenever you need it. Mm. You can pay over 10 years or you can do annual premiums, which you start paying and then you pay until you die. Mm. Typically, the most affordable option, I shouldn't say it. Well, affordable being in air quotes because it's not the most affordable at one time. But like when you add it all up over your life, the most affordable option will be the single pay because Mm. what you pay now, you pay now. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're paying like 10 year or annual premiums, those can go up a little bit. Mm. So you can get those policies in place. Typically, by the time you're 45 is when you want to have a plan, whether it be insurance, self-insurance, which means you're just setting your own money aside and has to be completely separate from retirement, completely separate from everything else to pay for long-term care. Or you're going to say, I'm going to opt out. And that one, you have to be sure about that. Because well, if yeah. you're planning to opt out, and you don't set any money aside, it's really hard to gonna it's gonna be really hard to get money for that later on. So Yeah. I mean, one, I think it's like a capitalist hellscape that we are like, here, old people pay so much money. We actually don't care about our elders and good day to you. And like yeah. that really sucks that there's nothing in place that could potentially like create a situation where these people would be taken care of. Especially like I remember in LA passing the the LGBTQ senior center because, you know, most of them at the time, gay marriage was illegal. They couldn't have kids, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of them right now are like in that situation, not even because they want to be, but just because that's how the cookie crumbles. And like that's community taking care of each other and themselves. But it is this weird thing to be like, oh God, I have to have kids because who's going to take care of me? Which, by the way, I'm on this kick right now where I think that like people have kids for reasons. And I know this is true because they want like it's an extension of themselves. They want like a prop or like something that is like, well, you owe me. So you're going to have to take care of me or whatever. And like they don't perhaps it's like my own transition being like nothing to about about my parents. But this thing of like, no, 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 we made you to turn out the way that we wanted you to. And then and then you didn't. And like, I think that there's something people find sad about choosing to be child free, even though it is like a legitimate choice, incredibly reasonable, 
Like they're like, oh, and when you're old, no one will love you. And it's like this trad wife shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I I know. You know, the trad wife stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's yes. it's wild. It's like it's like it'll be like a meme of like a a woman like with a bunch of cats, and then it'll be like a meme of a woman like with a bunch of children taking care of her. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why do you not see that the person without the children would have money? Like, would some what have could there could be a situation where that person has money? Mm-hmm. It's like such a judgment, especially now. I wonder. You're you're working with couples largely. We have couples and we have single people as well. We call them soloists. Many of our soloists are females. We typically, even in the couples, most times females reach out to us. Right. So, yeah. so okay. So now that's that's the thing. If a man has chosen not to have children, it's like, and he's single, it's like okay, yeah, that's it. No, there's not there's not a conversation. There for nope. most people. Like, there's some, but it's not it's not that automatic. Well, you should be a mother and all this stuff. Yeah. And like if I'm it's I'm not surprised to hear that a lot of your soloists are are women. Because especially too, like you're dealing with the wage gap, you're dealing with unpredictable employment, whatever it is, like maybe added family pressure. So I can totally see that. Do you guys deal too with like people who are like, I don't want to get married. And like, so I have to make my plans, you know, without the idea of like, I'm going to have a double income or whatever. Yeah, we do have some people who are just very much like, you know, I don't want to get married. I can think of some people who have been married and now are like, I am never doing that again. Sure. And that's okay. Actually, the according to the census, so 32.1% of childless folks over 55 never married versus 2.5% of parents who never married. Mm-hmm. So there are many childless folks or child-free folks who just haven't gotten married, don't want to get married, and that's fine. Is the, like, so is the misconception, because you were saying it depends on income and all that kind of stuff. Is, like, the the misconception, like, we're all just going to go to Tahiti and, like, hang out? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I get what you mean. Or is that true? Because I would love to go to Tahiti and hang out. So would I. I, I mean, <laughs> that'd be a great time. I actually have seen working with different clients that a lot of times they have been taught to save, 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 save to the point that now they're like, I need to keep saving. I need to keep saving. And it's like, no, you could have retired yesterday. You could have been mm. done. You could have just said, nope, I'm not doing this. And so getting people to spend their money is oftentimes a bigger conversation with our clients than getting people to save more money because you're always being taught to save, save, save. But what about, you know, one question we always ask at the beginning is, do you care about leaving money behind? Mm -hmm. A lot of them say no. And Mm -hmm. so they want to essentially die with zero. Doesn't mean Mm -hmm. you're going to die with the last doll in your hand, but you want to, use a lot of your money. It's based on a book by Bill Perkins called Die With Zero. And so there's a bell curve where you're accumulating wealth, you're accumulating wealth. Okay, now you need to spend it down. Mm -hmm. That is where it's really hard for people to start actually spending that money down because they'll be like, no, we just hit, you know, whatever X number in our investments. Like we don't want to see that go down. We just celebrated that. We were working so hard for it. So yeah, spending money is a difficult topic to 
people say they want to buy things, but then when they actually go to buy things, they say, oh, can't do that. Yeah, it's kind of also interesting, like maybe there's guilt involved in that or even like, you know, it's funny, like you're talking about most financial books having a section about sending your kid to college, having a kid, whatever. And I I wrote a financial book, came out in 2019. I was a cis woman at the time and I was dating another cis woman. We're both trans men now that's a pipeline. And I was like, in my book, I even talked about like, I I felt I couldn't not have a chapter about like IVF and like, you know, sending your kid to college and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, wow, I didn't even take a second to think if like, that's what I wanted. I felt mm-hmm. I had to include that for other people, which is so interesting. And, and like now there's like, I feel like, and maybe it's just because I'm more interested in it or I'm following these subreddits or I'm listening to your podcast or whatever, that there is more of a movement. Maybe it's the economy, maybe it's whatever to, to be like, actually, this is like kind of not necessary in, do you, has, has business picked up? We're, we're pretty new. Like we've only been around for a few years. See, even that, right. It's you guys feeling like, you know what, now's the time. Exactly. And it. You know, I met Dr. J back last fall. We met in a child-free Facebook group. And there you go. Just happened to be, I was looking to become a CFP. And he was like, I'm a CFP. If you have questions, let me know. Now we're here. But see, it's just, yeah, I would say we do, we do a lot of press articles. Um, he's constantly like putting different things out there. And we have seen our intro meetings and then clients like that is going up getting more and more people Mm -hmm. and even people just being like, I didn't know that my finances were different because I'm child free. And I thought I had to do this. Yeah. Can you talk about like the taxes of it all? Like, cause that must be something that has to be done differently, right? Yeah. Like tax planning is a large portion, mainly, okay, how are we going to withdraw money? Like, who are we going to give money away to different things like that? So we, we plan more taxes, kind of like the last thing we plan for in our Mm. like life finance taxes we plan for all of those, but we still want to make, if it's, if you have the option between, you know, living in California where it makes you really happy, you're going to pay a lot more in taxes or living in South Dakota where you pay $0 in income taxes Mm -hmm. and everything else is rather low, but you know, you're not going to be happy in South Dakota. Live in California. Can you, Mm -hmm. if you can afford it, live there. Yeah. You're going to pay more in taxes, but you know, Is the difference really worth being unhappy? No. Hey guys, Gabe Dunn here. I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. And on that Patreon, I'm going to start doing live hangs with everyone who is a patron. So if you want to join the Patreon, you can get all these episodes ad free videos of our mailbag episodes, extra writing from me, blogs, fiction, other stuff, things that I'm thinking about with regards to money and personal stories, and also now live hangs with me on Zoom once a month. So join the Patreon. And if you're not a member of the Discord, hop on over to the Discord. That's free. The link will be in the description. It's so fun. So many of you guys talk over there. It's like truly popping off. Um, and if you're on the Discord, I would love to see you in the live hang so I get to put a face to a name. So yeah, please join patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn and come hang out with me. Quick math. 
The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You can cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Everything is more expensive these days when you're running a business, and you would be wise to find proven ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. The fact that you are able to reduce your IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud is incredible, and the ability to access your cloud financial system from anywhere saves you so much time and stress. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans like for a car or a home. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. That's right, you can build your credit using your own money. Get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualified direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money. Use Chime to pay anyone, Chime members or not, and cash out your money fee-free. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started at Chime.com slash bad money. That's Chime.com slash bad money. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. I mean, Florida sucks. My parents are in Florida, which is a hellscape right now. Mm -hmm. When they're considering moving, I was sort of like talking to them about moving options. I didn't realize that they were like, well, Florida pays no state income tax. Mm -hmm. So if they move, they were like, we should move to like Nevada or like some place. I think Nevada doesn't have like to move somewhere else, not California, but close that will not have a state income tax. Mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, that's really smart. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I think there's, I believe it's seven states that don't have state income tax. Mm-hmm. Nevada, South Dakota, Florida, New Hampshire. 
different things like that. I can't wow, live that free or die, New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so, but I just mean in terms of like, everyone talks about like, oh, de- claiming dependence, claiming dependence, like getting, mm-hmm. getting child tax credits and blah, blah, blah. Like, is that as, is that like overblown? I mean, either you're going to pay the taxes or you're going to pay for the kids to go to school, their health care. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's my mind. Like, pick one or the other. Right. So I said the first step. What's like the second thing that you guys talk about? You said life and then you said finances, right? Yeah. So that's when we dive deep into your finances. You're like, okay, this is the life you want to lead. And now how can we set up your finances to support that life? Mm-hmm. So for some people, that means, for example, like my thing is I would like to buy a house. Mm-hmm. That is not a requirement. That is a choice. You don't have to buy a house. Some people don't want to buy a house. They're like, we're going to rent forever. And that's totally fine because mm-hmm. they want to move around. And so it is figuring out how to set up your money, whether that's different accounts, like you're investing or making, putting more money in a savings account for that down payment on a house, different things like that. So how are we, where are we going to store your money? Where are we going to structure it to get you to that life you want to lead? So with leaving nothing, I just keep thinking about my neighbor who, when she passed, she left her money to the ASPCA because she like Mm -hmm. loves dogs. Right. And like, there are people who are like, well, who are you going to leave your money to? Are you going to keep it or spending? Is it, do you, is it like you said a lot of people are like, I want to leave it to charitable organizations or I want to leave it to like, is that something that happens? Like people are like, when I pass, I, I, I want to leave it to like, you know, LGBTQ rights, or I want to leave it to the, the ASPCA or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So that is a big thing. We typically try and say, okay, you want to leave people these money. How about you do it when you're alive? One, you're right. going to be able to see the different joy that it brings those people. Two, you get the tax benefits from it. So, oh, like, know. what do you mean? Well, after, after you die, like there's a, the state tax limit, but that is also going down here in a few years. And does it, you really care? Like, do you really care if somebody's paying taxes? Whereas you can lower your tax bill now by giving that money away to people. So for example, let's say I want to give away $50,000. Now I'm not in a position to do that right today, but easy math there. I want to give away $50,000. Okay, great. I'm going to do that this year because it'll help lower my taxes. So we do different things like that. We'll say one big thing we do is doing very large charitable contributions every other year because of taxes. And that that is a good way to lower your taxable income, essentially, and just get a bit more of a deduction. Or you have more to give. Mm-hmm. Or like, I guess like, so you die and then you donate the money and then that organization has to pay taxes on it. If you're giving it to a 501, 501c3. Yeah. yeah. I was like, why can I not remember that? They're a nonprofit, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. Whereas, yeah, you can give it away now instead and you reap the tax benefits from it. You know, it's funny. We just did this Warren Buffett episode and it's like, he's holding on to stuff till he dies. And I always feel like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just, just all of you guys, billionaires, you could give that away now and that would mm-hmm. be the same. Exactly. And there's even the idea that, you know, a lot of our people who have money, they are going to pass on and they're, it's just 
they say, okay, it's whatever's left over. But, you know, I have people who will get money if I die right now. Like I would love to give it to them now if I could, but it is more beneficial or even I'll use my parents for example, because it's kind of easier to explain this way. It would be more beneficial for my parents to give me money now Mm -hmm. than it would be when they die. Hopefully Mm -hmm. in like, not for another 25, 30 years. Mm -hmm. Because I'm at a point in my life now where I think, you know, that would help me buy a house Mm -hmm. or do whatever's next on my bucket list Mm -hmm. versus later on when I probably already have a house and fully have it paid off and already pretty set. Yeah, I just saw a TikTok that was like, it's like, oh, I'm going to leave this money to you when I die. It was like a mom. And the kid was like, I don't do that. Like, or don't leave as leave my house. Don't leave me your house because I have to pay taxes on that. Leave, like put the house in a trust for me or or it's like leave, like give me the money now or something or like it was like, or yeah, it was something where it was like, don't just hand me the thing now. There are a lot of different things with trusts and all those, like you you don't have to get fancy with different things, but you know, you could just, Give away that money to make a difference in somebody's life now, whether that be a friend or a nephew or a niece or anything like that. But do they have to pay taxes on that? As long as you're not going above a specific number. 2023 is 17000 Okay. Yeah, 17000 is the gift tax limit for 2023. Send your niece or nephew to college, my God. Like Exactly. You don't, it doesn't have to be, I feel like, Oh my God. I feel like I'm like jumping around because I have, I just am so interested in this topic. I mean, it's just so funny to be like, okay, I'm convincing people of like child free wealth or whatever. When it's like, it seems pretty obvious. You just have less. You just like don't pay for like children and then you just do the things that you want to do. Yeah. I don't understand why it's so controversial. Because that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to have kids. Like nobody has a good reason other than because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's why they're mad. So what what else is like specific to child-free people? And then I want to ask about childless people. When it comes to their finances, essentially child-free versus childless people, pretty close to the same. Obviously, it's going to differ a little bit if you you know, went through years of infertility and we're paying for different things like that. Maybe I believe you can take out loans now for IVF and different things, different family mm. planning. Pretty sure we, we don't help people on that. So, you know, we just help with paying things off. But for the most part, it is just, it's a lot more simple than you think. Like truly the finances are the easy part. It's the life that is so hard for people to answer. Say more about that. Well, I mean, there's only so many things you can do and be within the constraints of the law when it comes to money. <laughs> so like, we, you know, we follow the law and we follow the rules. You can't go and do 10,000 different things. You might think you can, you might want mm-hmm. to, but that doesn't mean you can. So it makes finances pretty straightforward. You know, people will say finances are 80% emotion, 20% math. And that is really true when it comes to the way we handle all of the planning we do at Child Free Wealth because we have people who we've been working with for a while and they're still like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Mm.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What do you want to do with your life when you grow up? Me? Yeah, you. Um, I would like to be making art. I'd like to be making movies. I would like to be... um, Because I've done a lot of stuff in the TV realm, but... Um, yeah, I'd like to be making movies. I'd like to have enough money to pay, be a patron of the arts to my friends. Uh, and you know, I would, I have, I would love to go to Japan. (laughs) Um, I think I just want to be able to continue like making art and then, and then feel, you know, it's interesting. Like I've been working on a film now and I've just been hearing, well, it's interesting. I've just been hearing that the scripts that are really good, they have like no funding and the scripts that are terrible. It's like, they always have funding because it's someone's parents or they have some sort of connection, nepotism or something. And so I think it's like, I would love to find the scripts that are good and then just like give them money Mm -hmm. and make more like queer and trans stuff and not have to rely on, other people or gatekeepers to to say yes or no to things. So why aren't you doing that? I am doing it. You are? <laughs> well, <laughs> I well no, like I'm trying so I'm like working on my first feature now. So I'm trying to ma- I'm making trying to make the movie now. But okay. um that's like requires fundraising and getting other people to give you money and um and like you know, I think there's a lot of stuff that I bump up against that's like, you have to do it a certain way. So it's like, you have to get money from here. You have to do it a certain way. You have to get married. You have to have kids. Like I was engaged at this time last year. And it's like, you know, and I owned a house with this person. And then we broke up and we're like still dealing with separating with the house and finances. Didn't predict that. So like, it's sort of this thing where like, you know, life, you, you try to fit, I think you try to fit into these boxes first and it might be beneficial for people to just skip that step. Very true. And just not try to do the, the, the fitting the square peg in a round hole thing for a few years before you just end up being like, you know what, actually, this is what I want, but that's societal. Like you said, that's everyone telling you get married, have kids, own a home, not really giving you any sort of like role models to not. Or the, the oh, spinster or, you know, you in the movie, the sad per like I just watched Muriel's Wedding last night. Have you ever seen that movie? I have not seen that movie. Stoney Collette. She's incredible. But, um, but like the whole thing is that she's obsessed with getting married. And then like, it's, there's, she goes on a quite a hero's journey, but, um, but like, I forgot that so much of, I mean, this came out in 94 and like a large chunk of the movie is every woman she meets is like, so are you engaged? Are you married? 
And it's like, well, also in that film, she's 22 and they act like she's the oldest person to ever live. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think like that kind of like thing, I think has made people put people on the wrong path for a while before they realize that there's other options that they can do without people thinking, oh, it's so sad that you just, you just are, you went and traveled to Japan by yourself. Is that sad? I don't think so. Yeah. Or like, are you, who's going to take care of you when you're old? And you know, what's interesting about that is that I found a, an article, I think on your website talking about how, and we've talked about this on the show before that like disability is the only group that anyone can join at any time. So to say you need to have kids in order to have someone to take care of you when, when you're old, you can get by a bus tomorrow mm-hmm. and need the same exact care. Yeah. So there's no guarantees. Absolutely. There is 100% like no guarantee of anything out there. And when you said disability, that immediately made me go disability insurance. That is something that is very, very important to have, especially mm-hmm. if you are child free, because if you do get hit by a bus tomorrow and, you know, let's say you're, you can't work or do whatever you need, you're going to need to have disability insurance to help protect your income. Mm-hmm. over time and make sure you still have money coming in pay for those bills and your kids are not your disability insurance and your kids are not your retirement mm-hmm. like they're their own people exactly they're 100%. not little right or like <clears throat> i'm also very much on a kick where i'm like annoyed about um mommy bloggers oh. and it's the thing of like my kid is now the money maker mm-hmm And I think that's going to come, that's going to be a big, big problem in the future. But I think it's going to be, it's this thing where it's like, well, now my life and my income is my kid. Yeah. I mean, it already is in a way. Was it um, Jeanette McCurdy? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Her book, I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yeah. And talking all about how her, you know, mom essentially used her to make money. Mm -hmm. And now it's easier than ever to do that with, with kids and social media. And mm-hmm. I also feel you on the whole mommy blogger thing. It very much drives me nuts when people use their kids as a way to make money. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to talk about what you do and you don't share your kids, great. But I personally don't share any minors on any of my social media from my family because I don't want, I don't, I don't want their faces out there. I feel like they have a right to privacy. Totally. And they should be able to choose what is out there. And yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think, but I think it's like so lucrative and mm-hmm. like, I don't, I just, I just am, I think people are direct. They don't know like what you're saying makes total sense, right? Once you have the freedom, once you're like, okay, I'm not going to have kids or I'm not going to get married or whatever it is. You can get married and not have kids. <clears throat> Suddenly it's like the cheesecake factory menu where you're like, well now I could do all this stuff and that's pretty overwhelming. Oh yeah. So I'll just do like, that's what you're saying you find with your clients. Mm-hmm. 1000%. It is very overwhelming when suddenly you have a bunch of different options and you don't want you like, like I have a pretty solid idea of what I want to do today. Tomorrow it's going to be different. I know that right now. Like, <laughs> I can go like week to week. I'm like, oh yes, I want to do this. No, I don't want to do this. And it is hard because we just have so many different options we can do. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, my wife brought this up the other day. I was showing her something and she's like, I need a minute. I was, I was just looking at something and it's complete opposite of our life. But I think that would be cool to do. She's like, I, I need some time to process this. And yeah. that's fair. It's yeah. because you can really do anything you want, but it does leave kind of that analysis paralysis because you're mm-hmm. like, well, should I do this or should I do that? And you kind of can get stuck in there. So yeah. just go ahead and pick something. It doesn't have to be perfect for right now. Like even me as a career changer, you know, I was in marketing for five years and mm-hmm. did all of that, left my job, started doing marketing on my own for different people. And it was great. And I'm like, mm, no, thanks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch. Like, yeah. don't want to do that anymore. So yeah. it doesn't have to be. Forever. I love that. What's like, okay, so just to to wrap up, what's like the final like advice or like thing that you wish child free people would hear instead of what they do here or, or even in regards to money, let's say? You don't have to, well, you can do whatever you want with your money and you do not have to ask permission from anybody or if you want to spend it on traveling, go mm-hmm. ahead. If you want to buy designer bags, if that's your thing, or, you know, lots of different toys like jet skis or boats or whatever. Oh my God. Like, Pay your taxes yeah. and give money away. But if you want a jet ski, get a jet ski, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, do whatever you want. It does, you don't have to just be saving it and saving it and saving it throughout your life. It, there comes a point where you just are making money for an estate you don't care about anymore. Right. And you can instead start spending it on yourself and what makes you happy. Yeah. And I mean, look, and on other people, which I think like there is there is this hoarding mentality because they're like, well, I I don't have the script for what's supposed to happen. So mm-hmm. they just end up hoarding it. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to help people and you know whether that be charities or take family members on a vacation you know they've always wanted to go on go right ahead well thank you so much for joining us um where can people find you and uh the podcast and more about like what you're you know what you're teaching people over at what uh, child free wealth yeah so we're on all social medias at Child Free Wealth, um, primarily hang out on Instagram and now threads a little bit too. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're there. You can also go to our website, childfreewealth.com. If you want to download our free ebook, it is Portraits of Child Free Wealth written by Dr. Jay Zygmunt, the founder of Child Free Wealth. That is childfreewealth.com slash book. Mm. You can also go there. We can schedule, a, you know, if you want to, we have two options, either one-on-one planning we meet every month, or we have a self-directed. Bad with money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted by Sexual, produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond M. Print Productions, edited by Diane King. Post production sound by Coco Lorenz, and music by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherman, and Jack Golden, as sung by Sam Barbera. Thank you, love you, and also don't post your kids on the internet. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me today, Gabe. 
Okay, I'm... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.